All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? It's good to be back. Good to be back, man. We're doing a live segment. We're not doing it via cell phone. It's Monday. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Uh, this is the only reason why yeah. we're able to get, you know what I'm saying, to do this. And we're going to have a lot more uh, in-person uh, podcasts this summer because, as you know, me and Sean are both teachers, and we out that thing. <laughs> so uh, let's get started. The 7 o'clock game, the Agents versus Team Chosen. Uh, Team Chosen was able to get the victory 102 to 77 in a lopsided victory over the struggling agents. Um, I really don't want to talk about this game. I mean, there's really not much to speak about uh, besides uh, Tedrick and Jalen going crazy. Um, I thought Darius did well. They were, they were good all around. Uh, Squeak, uh, he contributed off the bench. But if you look at their PPRs as a team, yeah. I mean, everybody, double figures, almost everyone pushing 20 and above on, yeah. as PPR. That is efficient as I've ever seen. 26 team assists, uh, 11 steals. They were absolutely dominant. And, uh, and Jalen uh, had such a good game. He almost had a triple-double. He needed one more rebound, couldn't get it. It was partially my fault because I told him he needed one more rebound. It was about a minute <laughs> and 15 left, and he, he just couldn't get that last one. Um, but uh, an outstanding game for him. Probably his best game of the season. Uh, but the only player that really, the only two players that really speak up for the agents was uh, Angelo and Jaywalk. They combined for sixty-five yeah, of the seventy-seven points. Yeah. Really, no help outside of them. Uh, Jaywalk definitely made up for last week, uh-huh. uh, scoring, dropping forty. Uh, Jaywalk is back, and I, that's what I told you. This is what this is the Jaywalk that I'm used to seeing, the one that can score at will. Um, but the agents just cannot figure it out. I think that's a nice one-two punch for them, though. Uh, Angelo and Jaywalk, they've been the most consistent uh, this year. But as far as the agents go, I just don't see – I don't see it, man. Unless they were able to pull off a major upset in the playoffs and knock somebody off, I don't see them getting a win. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, it's just they don't have an out game. They don't have a game to – a get-will game. And not to mention they're running out of time, too. They are. Uh, and it, it's just they don't have a, a team – where you know everybody's kind of it's, it's a lot of balance in the league this season, so we we don't have a uh, they're they're the team to get well team unfortunately, and they don't have a team to kind of get well in to kind of build some momentum uh, with. So with all that being said, uh, if I think if Hanser has a decent game, I think they're right there again. Even though they they lost, they lose by twenty five, but I think. Jay Walker and Angelo played well the whole game. The whole game. Yeah. And so, remember, early in the game, it does, even the final score doesn't indicate that, but early in the game, it was fairly close, four or five-point game. And like I said, uh, Hunsaid could just never really get going. Um, if he plays a decent game to go along with Jay Walker's 40 and Angelo's efficient game, because both of those guys had PPRs over 30. Yeah, and you look, look at their shooting, 29 of 42. Uh, four of ten from three, sixty nine percent shooting from the field. Yeah, between those two. Yeah. So just Hunter just has a he doesn't have to have a great game. He has an average Hunter game though. Yeah. I think they're right there probably. Uh, but I mean he struggled real bad this game. Probably his worst game of the season. Yeah. Uh, and you know to go along with what Jay Walk and Angelo did, it just made it look really rough. Um, and just team chosen. I mean, like you said, down the line, like everybody had a pretty much a. A high PPR, yeah. double digit PPR. They play well together. Probably their most complete game as a team so far this season. Yeah, and if you look at, like you said, if Hanser has a a decent game, because it's not a situation where 
you know, his possessions go to somebody else. Right. All his possessions happen, and they were like, they were like one shot, the other team got the ball. So if he makes those shots, then the score is going to be different. Though his his shot selection didn't affect the other players because they were still able to get their points, so he just needed to make his shots. If he makes his shots, you're looking at a different game. Right, right. He and just wasn't able to do he it. He just wasn't able to do it. Uh, decision making wasn't the best. He had a couple turnovers. So, with all that being said, look, they just got to put a complete game together. They haven't put four quarters together all season. When they finally are able to put four quarters together, we'll see what happens with them. Okay, uh, the second game of the night, eight o'clock game. Probably no, I won't say this is the game of the night. We had two back to back games of the night. Uh but this was the first of the two. Uh pay per view versus the bullets. Pay per view was able to get the upset in some people's eyes. Uh <laughs> seven not mine. Seventy eight to seventy seven uh over the bullets. Um the bullets came with their full team and they they came with everybody. everybody. Everybody showed up. Everyone wants to show up against us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but you know, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Uh but Miles was able to dominate thirty one points. Uh, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, fantastic game, efficient game. He definitely made up for uh, the previous week where yeah. I think he had, what, 9 points? Yeah, he had a terrible game. So that, if you add that up, that's 20 a game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that helps. Uh, 41 PPR, and we'll talk about him in our next segment. Uh, he put the team on his back. Um, he got pushed in the back late in the, <laughs> at the free throw line. They didn't call it, and then Reed benefited off of that. Scored. Got the lead. Then they came right back. We got the same call. Then Miles hits yeah. the go-ahead free throws. Right. Uh, and if you look at his, if you look at his free throw shooting, two of nine. He was zero for seven <laughs> to that point. Zero for seven, yeah. and he steps up and makes the the free throws of the game uh, to help us propel the victory. And then that last play, uh, I think Johnny had a little nice. They had a nice play ran for him. Yeah. And um, got a good look. Yeah, he got a good look. Jeff helped me out. He pushed me up to hedge on the screen, and I was able to contest without using my hands because I didn't want to. If I felt like I felt like if I reached my hand in their direction, they were gonna call foul. Yeah. And or he was gonna land funny, and they were gonna say something like, "No, no, 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 no." So all I did was jump as high as I could with my hands down right. just to get in his airspace, and that was enough uh, to throw him off, and uh, we were able to get the victory. Uh, what was your assessment for the game? I thought I thought uh, this was our best game of the season. I think it has to be. I definitely think it was your best game of the season. I've been giving you guys a hard time, but you definitely showed up to play. Uh, and, I mean, you've been shorthanded. I expect this week you guys probably be all in. you have your full squad. So, we definitely see how Will we? Is. Well, we're hoping. We're hoping <laughs> that you guys have your full squad. We got two chances at it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you do have two chances at it this week. <laughs> yeah, you got Wednesday and Thursday. You got two chances at it this week. See, it has to happen. If, if it doesn't happen Wednesday... Then that's an indication that it won't happen Thursday. <laughs> not, not, nothing's going to change in 24 hours. Right. And so, uh, it, it, I'm, I'm looking at it as, I think the Bullets probably should be more. There's a good and bad with what happened to the Bullets. They have, were in complete control, not complete control, but they are in control for the majority of the game. And, and lost it at the end. Uh, got great play um, from Reed. Pretty decent play from Shannon. Pretty good play from Sweat. I mean, Reed and Reed went like 9 for 9 or 10 for 10 from the field, if I'm not mistaken. He needs to get more shots. 9 for 9, yeah. Yeah, he, nine for nine. Yeah, he needs to get more shots. Uh, I mean, he, if he's down to be that efficient, he got to shoot more. Mm. Plain and simple. Uh, I think the the very tail thing that I think Johnny had made, like seven or eight turnovers, though, if I'm not mistaken. Seven. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I think that's the, the part that kind of killed them. 
and he had seven targets, still had 20 PPR, 21 PPR. Uh, so, he's uh, efficient, that's why. Thing with them, the good thing I can say is both times they've lost this season, it came down to the last play. Mm-hmm. So, that says a lot about them in the sense of there's no team that is head and shoulders better above them. They could beat everybody. But I'll say this. But, probably yeah. what you're going to say. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead and say it. Well, I was going to say the game they lost, they were missing Oh, that's true. ISO. They were missing ISO, yeah. yeah. The game they lost this time, <laughs> they had everybody, and it was against a team not as talented as squad one, shall we say? Yeah. Squad one beat us by what? Almost 50? <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't know what you want to do with that. <laughs> I, I will say this. Every game is different. Every matchup is different. Certain teams match up against better against certain teams. It just is what it is. I think we match up okay against the Bullets. That's yeah. the second time it's been, you know, a competitive game. So, I think knowing that, I think you guys in general, you know, I think you guys, I can't say what y'all do against squad one. We don't but I think if y'all have having a matchup against the Bullets in the playoffs, which is a very good chance could happen, yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all might beat them. And we'll get to that playoff scene. The playoff scene is getting a little touchy coming down the stretch here. It is. Um, all right, our last game of the night, squad one. Speaking of squad one, uh, squad one versus Boo Gang. Squad one was able to get the victory, 91 to 89. Uh, incredible game in that one. Uh, it came down to the last play. Uh, Marcus Hall uh, probably had his best game of the season 39 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, he was efficient, he shot over 50%. Uh, made his free throws. Uh, Danny had a solid double double, uh, and Anthony Anthony Nunn makes uh, the <laughs> game winning walk off bucket, yeah. as everyone saw on the reel on Instagram and Facebook. Um, that was a beautiful play. Uh, great pass, good wherewithal from from X to get that ball to uh, to Anthony. Anthony thought he um, he had one more pass, but he looked over and. Saw where the defense was, and he said, no, I got to take this. And he heard everyone say, shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. He, I think he had like two seconds when he caught the ball. He might have been able to make one more pass. I'm looking at it because I was looking at it last night with the, uh, with the Miami Heat and the Celtics game. Um, I can't remember the, who threw the pass. Someone threw a long pass. The ball got tipped in the air. Dude came down with it yeah. and then shot the ball and still got the ball. The buzzer still didn't go off after he released it until it hit the rim. Yeah. With like 1.7 seconds. Yeah. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> so I had to rewind it. They started it late. Yeah. They started the clock super late. Yeah. But in this case, uh, Anthony Nunn, he had the wherewithal to go ahead and take that shot. He's made that shot plenty of times in his career. Uh, and, he, and he does it, comes up big for squad one, for them to move to 7-0 and on the season. Now, Boot Gang, on the other hand, they dropped to 4-3. and three. Uh, They've lost their last two. Yeah. They've lost their last two. Um they haven't particularly looked good, but a lot of it has to do uh, with guys fizzling out of the roster for whatever reason, yeah. whether it's by injury or decision or whatever reason. Um, but they have not looked good. Um, and they, I mean. I, mean, well, I ain't going say they haven't looked good. They haven't looked good the last two weeks. They haven't. I mean, they played two really good teams the last two weeks, though, too. Who they played last week? When did the Bullets last? They played the Bullets last yeah, week. Yeah. They didn't look good against the Bullets. The score might not have indicated that, but they didn't look good against the Bullets. And this week, um, I can't say they didn't look good, but they definitely didn't finish the game well. They didn't finish the game well. I mean, well, the game was in hand for them. They was 87-83 with 
40 seconds left. Yeah. So it's up four, 40 seconds left. Uh, but something about this league where no lead is safe. We've mm-hmm. seen that plenty of times over the last three seasons where a team is up by four or five points with limited amount of time left and then find a way to lose. We were up 10 <laughs> in week one with two minutes left yeah. and lost the game. And see, yeah, it's true. Yeah, two boot games. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of. Uh, and I think what what happened is, well, we were talking about Miles going two for nine for the free throw line. Free throws killed boot game. They missed a ton of free throws down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And Marcus Hall said in the interview, he was just like, you know, that's why he took the two yeah. uh, instead of taking the three in that moment. Played the free throw game. He played the free throw. He's just like, all right, we'll foul him. We'll make him make free throws. And he said, uh, he, he, was like, he said he was confident that they would at least miss one. And they went, think they went one for their last six. Yeah, either one for six or one for five, something like that. Those some bad. Yeah. So, and these were good players like Deshaun and 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 uh, Trey were shooting free throws. I don't think Deshaun's that good of a free throw shooter. And they they, well, I mean, they're good players. They're good shooters overall. So you'd think yeah. they'd be decent free throw shooters. But I tell people that all the time, free throws are a different monster, especially when the game stops and all eyes are on you. And mm. they miss free throws. And shout out to X, by the way. Um, I'll give X this. I can remember Marcus outletting the ball to X and immediately thinking, like, oh, my guy's going to take a terrible shot. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember thinking that. And he came down. 29% from the free throw line. Yeah, he's not a good free throw shooter. Jesus Christ. He came down, made a nice move, got stuck, I think. He, like, made a little circle around the, the rim, got Steve Nash. And... He made a great pass to Ed because he didn't just throw the ball in. If you watch the, the play. He jumped in the air first. He jumped in the air and he threw the ball to where Ant needed to be for the catch. He didn't throw it straight to him. He threw it to an area where Ant would be open. Yeah. It was actually a really good pass. Uh, and Ant caught it and all in one flute swoop. Like he said, he was going to kick it to Marcus. But look at the clock. And I'm sitting there watching the clock too as it's all happening. Both of them had the wherewithal to kind of know the clock situation. He got the shot off. Derry actually got a decent closeout on it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, uh, and just you know, when you're six seven, six eight, you know, you get shot off a lot of times. <laughs> it just is what it is. I saw Jason Tatum just absolutely destroy people last couple nights when he post up because he just rises up over people and shoots over them. Jimmy um, Butler is the only person I ever seen block his shot. Yeah, yeah, for, for real. So when they had Kyle Lowry on, I was just like, why are you not giving him the ball right now? Give him the ball right now. Yeah, it's true. And so. Uh, yeah, he uh, – they – boot game blew that game because they can make a free throw, basically. They played a really good game up until that point. And, but, again, that's why you say you got you to finish the game. You got to play all four quarters. You can't play three and a half good quarters. can't play three and a third good quarters. You got to play four full quarters because, as you see in this league, nobody is safe. Nobody is safe. So, good game, though. Great game. Yeah, last two games were, were awesome. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our player of the week. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about week five and week six. Now, week five player of the week uh, ended up being Danny. Uh, Danny Hatch, he finished with 40, was it 41 and 23? Yeah. 41 and 23, uh, well-deserving. Uh, Danny's had monster games like that before and, and didn't win uh, player of the week for whatever reason. I, just, I don't understand it. Um, I guess guys just aren't voting. I guess that's what it boils down to. And then this week, we had uh, Miles Moore winning. Player of the Week. He's won that award a couple of times uh, in the past. 
um, after posting a 41 uh, PPR, finishing the game with 31 and 13. Uh, fantastic game for him. Our first uh, representative of pay-per-view to win um, player of the week uh, of, of the season. So uh, congrats uh, to both those guys. Now, we are coming up on that time, Sean. Uh, matter of fact, this week is going to be the first opening of the ballots uh, for this week. Do you think Miles or Danny deserves to be on the ballot currently? Because Danny did have a really, really bad game one week that kind of knocked him down a notch. But that, that 40 and 20 game put him right back on the map. Yeah. And then Miles, you know, if we're able to finish, uh, finish off, you know, winning these last two weeks, uh, or last two games, excuse me, not the last two weeks, last two games this week, uh, we could finish at five hundred four and four. Do you think he would deserve uh, some MVP consideration? I'll say this: the best player or possible best player on the best team, I think, is always going to have a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as the MVP, so I think Danny. Definitely, because I think he's been misconsistent. He only had one bad game. Yeah. So I would say I had a quiet game last week. Yeah. But not a bad game. Not a bad game. So I think somebody who who play who's been barely consistent, uh, and with a couple monster games, uh, definitely would be in the consideration. Especially since his team is seven and zero. Somebody on that team has to be an MVP uh, in the running. He's averaging twenty one and fifteen. Yeah. I mean it's. it's Pretty solid numbers. <laughs> I say. Uh, and for Miles, Miles has to win two these last two games to be even in consideration. If he can't win the last two, then I I, I think it would be very hard uh, for him to get in. It, one, with a losing record, you definitely probably can't get in. And two, winning these last two games also means that, well, you got a nice upset win against the Bullets. That'd be three in a row. Yeah. Four of the last five. And before y'all be in there strong. And it does make y'all, you kind of be like an underdog type thing. Like, okay, without him, what would you guys be? That's kind of thing. So, if you guys go 4-4, four and four, uh, I think he has, I think he's averaging right around 21. 21-11. 21-11, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be definitely, consider, if he could win these last two games, though. He has to win the last two games to even be in consideration. Well. But shout out to Miles. Miles actually had a pretty stiff competition this week, considering that Marcus had 39 and maybe to get in the game of the week, uh, had a, that monster game uh, of having 39 with 15 rebounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that So, for him to beat our markets this week was, was huge. So, shout out to Miles for, for handling this business. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. All right. Time for our power rankings. A um, couple of things changed not a whole lot has changed but uh enough has changed uh let's start with the top um i have squad one obviously they're seven and oh they have a chance uh to go undefeated there's i, I don't i can't even keep track of the number of how many have gone undefeated in houston i think it's been 10 well, i think it's been nine and it will be 10 um oh, speaking speaking sugarland uh champions and Cyprus. Yeah. When I when I when I say Houston, <laughs> that's what I mean. Because I'm because I'm going by my my reference, like yeah. what I've seen, like yeah. everything else I haven't seen. Everything that's in the loop. <laughs> everything that's in the loop. Yeah. So if I haven't if, if I'm not mentioning you, it's because I haven't seen it. Right. Right. Okay. No 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 disrespect to any of those other leagues. Right. Right. Okay. 
number two, I have the Bullets. Uh, I think the Bullets with that loss. Um, because Boot Gang, who I'll speak about next, lost, they're going to hold that number two spot. Strictly because of the record. I thought it was a, it was a blow. You could argue that Boot Gang should jump ahead of them because Boot Gang lost to Squad 1 and the Bullets lost to us. So maybe you can make the argument that it should flip, but I'm going to say no. Man, that's I, no argument for me. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we know where Shad is going. But I'm going to say the Bullets can hold that number two spot for now. I'm going to give the record a little bit more credence. Uh, Boot Gang, I'm going I'm I'm to drop them down to three now. They've lost two in a row. You know what I mean? So I can't. I can't let y'all stay in the number two spot. Y'all, y'all losing. I can't do that. So I'm going to move them at three. Uh, team Chosen, I'm going to have them at four. Uh, team Chosen has an opportunity to finish five and three and shake some things up. Yeah. We don't know. Like, the number two seed is not locked up yet. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, the the Bullets can absolutely lose these last two games, yeah. and Boot Gang can absolutely lose this last one. Right. And if Team Chosen runs the table, they could be the number two seed. I don't know what the schedule says. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, one of the games they got the last game of the season they got squad one, so that's gonna be tough. Who has squad one? They got squad one the last game of the season. Team chosen. Team chosen does. Okay, but still possible. But still possible. But they got two games. So does boot game play Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so if they play Thursday, who who are they playing? Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we get we'll get to that. Okay, so yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, Pay per view. I think with that win. We should possibly be number four, but Team Chosen did beat us. I'm going to give them that respect. And I think if we win against Team Chosen on Thursday, we absolutely will leapfrog them. But as of right now, I'm going to give Team Chosen that respect. They beat us. I don't care how valuable our win was and how invaluable their win was against (laughs) the agents. Speaking of the agents, I have them at number six. Um, The 0-7. We, we, we spoke about this before. They're running out of time. Um, unless these guys just wake up and just are super efficient, things go their way, I don't see it. No. Angelo and, 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 um, Angelo and, and Jaywalk have to replicate what they did last time in order uh, for that to work out for them. But at the same time, they have to do what they did, and the other guys have to come along for the ride. It can't. So, uh, Hanser, he can't have another game like that no. uh, for them to have an opportunity. Wale's got to hit those open jump shots uh, when they're available, and everyone just has to come along, man. It, it, that's the only way. So, uh, how does your power rankings go for you, your rankings? I think mine's are pretty simple. Uh, look, plain and simple. The age is at six. Uh, but I say – I ain't going to say they have a favorable matchup. They do play you guys, though, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Not saying that y'all are going to be the favorite. We beat them by 27, John. Y- y'all going to be the favorite. <laughs> but if they're going to match up against any team with a chance to win, it'll be you guys, I think. How do you figure that? Well, we'll, we'll, Every team they play, they've lost by 20 points <laughs> or more. We'll, I'll get to that in a minute. So I, I think they just match up against y'all the best. How? <laughs> You're not explaining yourself. How? I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so, five. I'm sure y'all still love this week, man, though. Uh, five. No, 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 no. You stay over there. Y'all want you. <laughs> we don't want you over here. <laughs> five. I'm a, uh, and, and look, 
two through five is actually difficult because I think two it through is. five played well this week. Even with the losses, I think two through five played well. Um, five, I'm actually going to go with Team Chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm basically saying that the reason why I'm going to go Team Chosen, even though they've won two games in a row, I do think that your two wins being – remember, I said the opposite last week. Mm-hmm. But the two wins you got, considering that one of them against the Bullets, mm-hmm. is better than the two wins they've got the last two weeks. The agents and uh, who did they beat for? Uh, what y'all? Who did they beat the week for? Um, it was us. Oh, it was y'all? Yeah. So, considering that, I don't think very highly of your team anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. <laughs> the two wins y'all, y'all have, one of them being the agents. The agents, both of y'all played the agents. Mm-hmm. And I think y'all won by 27, they won by 25, mm-hmm. whatever it was. 25, yeah. Yeah. And the Bullets are better than us, guys. Even though we beat them. So, since y'all beat the Bullets, I think that win over the Bullets is better than their win over y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you really think about the Bullets? That's what I want to know. And so... I, that's why I'm gonna give for I'm gonna show y'all some love and have the agents. I mean, the team chosen five, mm-hmm. and you guys four. Even though they beat y'all mm-hmm. the week before, mm-hmm. I think their two wins are better or, or not as good as your two wins. I know it's 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 it's, it's weird, but it's I, not it's not weird. You're basically saying that our win matters because we beat a good team and they didn't beat a good team. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what you're saying. They haven't beat a good team yet. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Considering <laughs> that one of those teams they beat was y'all. <laughs> so, not trying to throw shade, but it is what it is. I'm throwing shade and showing y'all love at the same time. <laughs> so, number three, this actually got interesting. Um, and I, do, I was a little perplexed with this one because overall, I think the Bullets are playing better than Boo Game. But I do think it means okay, I'm not going to change it. I'm still going to Boo Game 3 and, and Bullets 2. I was about to put Boo Gang at 2 and 3, but considering that the Bullets beat Boo Gang the week before, I'm still going ahead and have to give the Bullets a slight edge over Boo Gang. Mm-hmm. But, I'm just telling you now, they play tomorrow, it's a toss-up. It is a toss-up. Mm-hmm. And look, they, these teams have history in the sense of, you know, Boot Gang put the Bulls in a bad position last season. They did. With those losses to, to them. So, I, I think they definitely take them serious. And they trust me. Boot Gang get the free throw situation together. They could easily be 6-1 and one right now. Yeah. So, uh... They missed a lot of free throws against the Bullets, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they get their free throw situations together, they'll be all right. But, again, everybody has weaknesses. And squad one uh, definitely is number one. Somebody needs to knock them off. Look, they've had three games or two. They've had two games that have been extremely – that have come down to the last shot. And they're figuring out ways to win. The top top two teams. Well, top three teams. Yeah. So, to the point where I'm like – Okay, you can't keep playing with fire 
and I expect to get burned eventually. Yeah. So who's going to be the team to burn them? You mentioned this uh, in the last podcast that we did, saying that squad one better be careful because it's not going to be a cakewalk. And since you said that, it hasn't been. It hasn't been. You know, and like I said, you can't keep playing with fire and I expect to get burned. I think you see it in the NCAA tournament all the time where teams kind of kind of push by in the regular season and still win, and then they'll get to that to the finals or whatever, and then it's a issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, let, let, let's hope that doesn't happen to happen squad one, but at this point I wouldn't be surprised. But they are definitely number one still. Okay. Um, now, speaking of, let's talk about – this week and how it's going to go for week seven. Uh, we got a doubleheader Wednesday and Thursday, two games a night. Uh, the Bullets are going to play Team Chosen at 8 o'clock uh, this Wednesday. Guys, be on time. It's the 8 o'clock game. My goodness. There's no excuse. You can't use that traffic excuse this time. Yeah. There's no traffic at 7 o'clock. It's not. Okay. Um, so, Bullets versus Team Chosen. This is a very interesting matchup. Um, the last time. Have they played each other yet? Mm, no. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they did, right? Yeah, the Bullets won, right? Right. Okay. They beat them by bad. <laughs> yeah, I, said, I don't think it was close. It was the first game, the team chose its first game of the season. Yeah, it was a blowout. Yeah, it was the Okay, game. this is not that same team. No. Uh, the Bullets better be careful. I'm going to pick the Bullets to win this game, but I'm doing it, I'm erring on the side of caution because Team Chosen is hungry. They also have a chance. They want that number two seed as well, so they, they want it. Just as bad as the Bullets do, so the Bullets better be careful. But I'm going to pick them to win. I'm going to say they win in a close game, 90 to 85. I think it's going to be closer than that. I think it's going to be 90 to 88. I think it's going to be a one-possession game. Mm. I think the Bullets going to have another close one. It's going to come down to them being able to make good decisions and finish out. So two losses that the Bullets have have been close games that they couldn't close out. I think it's going to be another one. Can they close this one out? I'm going to say that they will. Like I said, I think it'll be – I'm going to go 91-89. I went in a similar game to the one last week. Right. And you got the bullets. Bullets. Okay. Um, let me write that down. Okay. Uh, let's see. The 8 o'clock, oh, the 9 o'clock game, rather. Pay-per-view versus the agents. Uh, obviously, I'm going to pick my team. We have some motivation, uh, this game, actually. Uh couple of milestones could possibly happen. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'm not going to mention what those milestones are. Uh, but I, I, believe, uh, I believe we come out on top. And I say we play a better game this week than we did last time. Uh, I say we up the score, the scoring this time. I say we'll get 95 to... 9581. Okay. Pay-per-view. I actually uh reluctantly am gonna agree and say pay-per-view gets the win. I wouldn't be right to say the Agents are gonna beat you guys in their last game of the season. Um going into the playoffs. But I'm gonna say I think it'll be closer than what you're saying though. I'm gonna I'm gonna go eighty five seventy five. 85-75. Sean, they haven't given you a reason to believe that. Any game that they played has been close. It's just their style of play. It's just, it's just it doesn't, it's not conducive to close games. It's just not. See, they're fun to watch. But, yeah. Anyway. Um, team Chosen 
versus pay-per-view for the Thursday night game. We got the first game, 8 o'clock game, which are, which are always fun because, you know, I get to do the interview. Um, I get to warm up. I get to do all that fun stuff. It's great. Um, I'm going to pick us to win that game, and we're going to finish off the season 4-4. Four and four. I think we right the wrong this time. Last time, we didn't even get a shot attempt and lost that game. Uh, I'm going to say we win 79 to 76. I think I'm going to go Chosen right here. Uh, Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go, but I actually think it's going to be a low score in affair. I'm going to go 70, 77 to 74. Team Chosen. One possession game. So we flip on our picks, similar outcomes. Yeah. I, but I do feel like, uh, I feel like they may have the ability, especially on the inside, maybe to wear you guys down a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, they make some shots down the stretch, probably close you guys. Like, guys, even though y'all did close this last game, I, I can't say that I'm going to call you guys closers yet. So, <laughs> go that far. Yeah, I won't go that far yet. So I'm going to go team chosen 77-74. Okay, and the final game of the season of, I'm sorry, week seven, yeah. uh, Bullets versus Boot Gang. I guess that would be the final game of the season. You come in. Oh, let, let him in. Hold on, y'all. We got, a, we got a special guest coming in. Uh, we got B. Bring y'all in my office, man. What's going on? What's going on, B? What's up, bro? You good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all doing a podcast? Yeah. You want to jump in there? So I, gotta, I just left ops. I got to go to camp. Ah, oh, oh, sorry, y'all. No, no, Brandon. No, Brandon this week. No, Brandon this week. Y'all usually do it on Tuesdays, huh? We've done it on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Well, on Tuesday, I'm off on Tuesdays from the office. So y'all be here during the day Tuesday? I jump in with you. All right. We'll okay. All right. Sorry, y'all. No, Brandon. Yeah. All right. Um. So, the Bullets versus Boot Game. I'm going to go. This is an interesting matchup. And like you said before, uh, the Bullets have to stay the course. Because if they were to lose this game. Yeah. Playoff implications. Let's say, let's say for the sake of argument, we're right. And the Bullets, they do beat. Um, who they, who they play the, the first week? I mean, uh, week, week seven on Wednesday. No, this is when they play Chosen. Chosen. Let's yeah. say they do beat Team Chosen, and they go to 5-2. and two. And Boot Gang is 4-3. and three. If they were to lose this game, if they were to lose this game, what was the score in the last one when they matched up? Who, uh, Boot Gang and Bullets? Yeah, Boot Gang and Bullets. It was a close one. What? Oh, no. Remember, they, I think they blew them out. 10. Oh, um, was 10-point game. 10-point game. Now. That's right, the whole squad, though. If Boot Gang was able to win this game by 11 points, they would once again take steal the number two seed from the Bullets. So they have to be careful. Their last two games are very, very crucial. If they were to lose this game, oh well, well actually, if they were to lose the game against uh, Team Chosen. They got to lose Team Chosen. If they beat Team Chosen, they pretty much almost got it locked. They pretty much have it locked at that point. Well, I'm saying, but if they lose the team chosen. If they win, yeah. But if they lose. If they lose the team chosen, all Boot Gang got to do is win. Yeah. And they steal it. Yeah. But if they win against team chosen, Boot Gang has to win by 11. Yeah. So they have to be careful. These, these last two games are very important. But I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say the Bullets hold them off this time. They're going to flip the script. And they're going to get that, that first round by that they desperately, desperately need because they want, they want the rematch. 
They want the rematch against squad one in the finals. Yes, I'm being presumptuous, but that's what they want. Right. So maybe that's what the league wants too. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but I'm going to say the Bullets win and, and lock up the number two seed. I say they win a close game. I say they win 83-82. Yeah. Uh... I'm actually going to boot gang here. Okay. I'm going to boot gang here. How much, though? 84-81 by three. I So, Bullets still hold on? Hold on, though, yeah. They so, still they still hold on to number two. So like, okay. And uh, it'd be 84-81, and I think uh, very athletic squad um, boot gang when they're all together. So, mm-hmm. uh, that, with that, that, that level of team athleticism, I'm going to 84-81 Bullets. I mean, boot, boot gang. That's true. They are athletic. Then when you throw uh, – Hunting to the mix. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Okay. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right. Time for our favorite segment in the news. Uh, we got a couple sports topics. Not a whole lot. Uh, the NBA Finals is set. My fault. NBA Finals is set. We got the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. Um, I thought the, the Conference Finals series was... The Eastern Conference was good anyway. Yeah. The Western Conference was a joke. Um, <laughs> that's about what I expected. I, you know, I'm call it a complete joke. But, you know. It was a joke. <laughs> Luca, Luca was all about him and not about the team. And then you know, it's the thing about Luca. You shoot the ball a hundred times, and then you pass it to a teammate, and, and then when they miss, you're like, "Oh, see, this is why I don't pass it, y'all, bro. You don't pass it. Can't nobody get a rhythm." So I, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised with the Western Conference. Golden State got lucky because if they would play Phoenix, I don't know if they would have won. Because Phoenix was a better matchup for Golden State than Dallas was. Because uh, Dallas, that was that's not a matchup. They they're just they were gonna run through them. But the uh, the Eastern Conference was good. It, yeah. it, and a lot of people kept saying, "Oh man, the Celtics have won so many quarters. This is that." It's not about winning a quarter. No, you can win a quarter by two points and lose the next quarter by fifteen. Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah. I don't care about these quarters that they're not winning. That doesn't mean anything. So. It came down to basically one play. And Marcus Smart did everything in his power to give the series away. Because I don't know who told him that he was an offensive threat, but he's not. You're a defensive player. You're, you're an above-average facilitator. You are not a scorer. So I don't know what was going on through his mind, but he almost cost him the series. And Jason Tatum, uh, for whatever reason, almost let it happen. Yeah. Because he was just like, you know, whatever. Yeah, Kyle Lowry guarding you. You just shoot over him. I understand Kyle Lowry was doing a lot of flopping and getting a lot of calls, but, bro, you could have just got to your spot and shot the ball. You didn't even have to take it to the basket. You could just elevate over him. And uh, Jimmy Butler, he had a good look. I thought it was the right decision because he was dead. He played 48 minutes. He played the whole game. And he, what happened on the shot, it, he shot it off his palms. If you, look at the, if you look at the replay, it came right off his palm. It didn't come off his fingertips. That's why I was short. And he kind of held he held the release a little too long, and that's why it ultimately came off his palms, and uh, you know it came short. I mean, you got no legs. Even though he walked into the shot, you would think you would have legs when you walk into your shot. It wasn't like a catch and shoot deal. Right. That's like okay, you got to have legs for that. He used his legs because he walked into the shot, but the, came up short. Decision making on that, I think, was basically because he was tired. Um, yeah. I think in most situations, you got Al Horford on you. You got 
Um, I think Jalen Brown was on the backside, but Jalen Brown had five fouls. So if you beat Al Horford, I don't think Jalen Brown is going to give you a good contest because I don't think he wants to foul out. No. So I, so one, that would probably be a layup. Or you make your move on Horford and he fouls you. And he shoots he was going to foul you. He's going to foul you. He's fouling all night. Because he looked nervous as you were coming to him. He looked nervous like, oh, God. He was backpedaling. He's backpedaling, basically giving you a three because he didn't want to get beat off the dribble. Yeah. Or whatever. That's how he plays defense. Yeah. <laughs> because, that, like I said, he's naturally a big. Yeah. So when a big gets switched onto by guard or he gets picked up by guard, they're like, attack him. Yeah. So then he's like, yeah, y'all probably going to tap me because y'all think I'm slow, so I'm going I'm to start backpedaling. He definitely had panic on his face. Yeah, he looked, oh, my God, deer in headlights. Yeah, and so when um, Jimmy Butler basically made a decision to shoot the ball, and it, it wasn't a terrible shot. Uh, a lot of people were kind of making a big deal about the shot. It wasn't that was a terrible shot, but it was probably the option probably would have been to be in attack mode and go towards the basket. But, again, he made that decision, I think, because he was tired. Yeah. It's, it's a lot harder to drive the ball when you don't have the legs or you're tired. And he already was dealing with like a little knee injury as is. So I just think he made that decision based on, yeah, he was playing hero ball a little bit, but I also think that he was tired. And he saw, I have an open shot here, take my chances with this instead of going there, creating contact and living whatever comes with that. A lot of times they don't, they swallow their whistle. And they swallow their whistle late in the game. He probably knew that. So I think it's a lot of that. And look, I'm saying everything I just said, He's making this decision within three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is something that needs to be thought out over a timeout, over one, two minutes. Let me, let me ask you a question, Sean. Mm-hmm. If he makes that shot, is Boston done? Because to that point, that was an 11-0 run. Probably. They're probably done, right? Probably. Uh, it's away from home, you're away. So you're asking uh, a young player, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, or Marcus Smart to basically win the game, send you to the finals. Uh, after they just put a dagger in you with a with a three pointer before the crowds going nuts. That meant a lot to ask for, of a 23, 24 year old and blowing a humongous and lead. blow a, a, a big lead with very little time left. Yeah, it looked like our lead. Yeah, you blowing blood in two minutes, you losing 10, 11 point leads. Yeah. Uh, so they've been that been a lot. Not saying that uh, Jason Tatum or definitely Jason Tatum, uh, but possibly Jalen Brown too, are capable uh, of making a shot. I don't think they are. But not you, after that. But yeah, that's a lot to swallow. Blowing eleven point lead in Eastern Conference Finals on the road. Seven, on the road, crowds going nuts. They have after, all the momentum. Have all the momentum after he hit a dagger three. Yeah, that that been a lot to ask for yeah. a guy. Uh, you know, trust me, Michael Jordan does this type of stuff. Yeah. I can't say that Jason Taylor's Jordan, so. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened with uh, when he, the game winner against Cleveland. Basically, I think Craig Elon went down there and scored the play before. Yeah. And after, I think, Chicago blew a lead. And then at, uh, on the road, mm-hmm. then Jordan gets the ball and left. Elimination and game. Yeah, elimination game. And he hangs in there and, and hits a jumper right over those guys. So Double yeah. clutch. Yeah, I, I don't see Tatum being that guy, even though he's very talented. Ain't Yeah. Okay. So we got our finals. Um, we got Golden State and Boston. And we're going to move on after this. Who's going to win and why? And how many games do you have? I'm going to go 
I want to say Boston. I really, really do. Me too. I, I want to say Boston. At this point, I think they've been over the playoffs. I think they've played better than the Warriors. Um, it, look at the teams they beat. They beat the Swept. team. They swept the team that came to see everybody said it was going to win the championship. Mm-hmm. They're the Vegas number one team. Mm-hmm. People forget that. The Brooklyn Nets were swept them. Mm-hmm. A team that got Kevin Durant. And they had Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They didn't have Ben Simmons or Harden, but they did have Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Swept them. I don't think Ben Simmons would have made a difference, but okay. Right. Swept them. Still, Kyrie and Kevin Durant is enough to not get swept. Yeah. You got two guys that are going to score 60. They beat the defending champs in seven games. Yeah. And now they beat the top seed out East in seven games. Mm -hmm. They've been playing better than everybody else. Warriors struggled with Memphis. Should have lost. Probably should have lost. You know, if Dry doesn't get hurt, they probably may lose. Yeah. Uh, I think they look good against Dallas. Yeah, and then nobody plays defense over there. Uh, so I think both teams are peaking kind of at the right Who's time. Who they play in the first round? <sighs> Who did they beat in the first round? Um, what seed is Golden State? Are they second seed? They're number two. Who did they beat in the first round? Somebody they handled because we can't even remember who it was. <laughs> was it, was it New Orleans? I think it was New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. No. No, New Orleans had Phoenix. And New Orleans had Phoenix. Was it Minnesota? Oh, Minnesota yeah. played the Grizzlies. Oh, so actually they were number three. They're the three seed. They were the three seed, yeah. So who was number six then? I feel like we should know this. Who's number six? Who did they beat in the first round? Then? I really don't know. If, I want to feel like I want to say somebody like Portland, but Portland sucked this year. So no. what Portland? No, I didn't play Portland. Uh, man, who did you? And I know play? the guys listening are like, "Come on, guys, are you serious right now?" Who did Utah play yeah, in the first was, round? Was Utah? No, Utah was four and five. Yeah. So who was it? It wasn't San Antonio. Who, who the heck was it? I don't know. It had to. Oh, I guess it had to be. Oh. MVP, Denver. Oh, Denver. See, yeah. and that's the thing. Denver was sorry. <laughs> that's how you know they were sorry. I forgot about them. Yeah, the Did they sweep them? Or they won them one in five? I think it beat them five. I think it was four one. MVP, huh? I mean, he had his whole squad though. Whatever. See, okay, he can't win MVP no more. That's enough of that. <laughs> that's enough of that. Okay, uh, so you got Golden State in. I'm gonna go Golden State in seven. I'm gonna go Golden State in seven as well, because uh, just because it's been going seven games for Boston yeah, since the first first round, um, they're gonna have to win it. I mean, they're gonna have to go at it the hard way, and I think Golden State, uh, Golden State is good enough. They're deep enough to push it to seven, and I don't think I don't think Boston is talented enough offensively to to withstand Golden State. You got guys like Jordan Poole who can score 30. Um, Clay can score 30. Uh, Steph can score 30 whenever, you know, he decides to not play terrible or decides that he's going to actually play today. Um, that's a lot of firepower. Well, you got Wiggins, too. Well, here, here's the difference, though. And this is Golden State, so this might be a stretch. But Golden State didn't shoot the ball very well against Dallas. They didn't. They beat Dallas because they were able to get to the rim and get whatever they wanted. Yeah. Especially what game was that? That game three when they was getting off. Remember when Clay got them two dunks? Yeah. Now I'm just like Dallas sucks. They just getting there, giving up layup after layup after layup. Clay is dunking, going yeah. down the lane and dunking <laughs> after going, having. Yeah, not on the fast break. He's going down the lane and dunking. After being out of the league for three years. So, 
the rest, and that's the reason they beat Dallas because they were getting layup after layup after layup. Anytime they want Jordan Poole, whoever. Jordan Poole got to do whatever he yeah. wanted. Uh, Wiggins. Wiggins dunking on uh, Luka. on Luca. Yeah, like like so. They're not going if you especially if you watched the game last night. They ain't gonna get no layups against Boston. Mm-mm. None. It's gonna have to be threes and mid range. Yeah, and tough mid range. Right. Yeah, everything's gonna be contested. So they ain't gonna get no threes against Boston. I mean, they ain't gonna get no layups against Boston. So it's gonna come down to them shooting the ball well. You know the little layups that Steph be getting. Yeah. He ain't getting none of that. And so if they shoot the ball against Boston the way they shot the ball against Dallas, it's gonna be a struggle. See, and I, it's not the Golden State Warriors didn't shoot bad. <laughs> they didn't shoot bad. Let's be clear. Steph shot bad. Maybe. It was Steph. Because Jordan Poole shot, she shot well. Uh, Clay shot well. Steph didn't shoot good. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Steph has to shoot the ball better if they want to be successful. Because, like you said, that's how it's going to happen. It's going to come down to the three. They're going to they're gonna have to make the three. I don't think that's a good recipe for Golden State. That's why I think it's going seven. Only because Boston isn't as talented offensively, a la Marcus Smart. Right. right. He's, the, he's going to be the reason why because Golden State's going to dare him to shoot. Right. Please shoot. We're begging you. So, I got, I got Golden State in seven just because of that factor. I think Marcus Smart is going to be the reason why Boston loses. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to take that shot. Whatever. Um, now, um, we got another topic to talk about. Uh-oh. And I forgot, to, I forgot to pull up my research. So, you guys, I, I want you guys to do your own research. But I'm going to give you basically the cliff notes of this topic. Dan Snyder owner of now the Washington Commanders is under fire right now because... I like the Washington football team better than the Commanders. I, me too. The Fair Commanders sound, sounds lame. But uh, he's under fire because allegedly, I don't know if it's you know confirmed, but allegedly they're saying he wasn't given the full uh, percentages to other teams that they made on their ticket sales. Right, right, right. Because I believe both teams are supposed to get a percentage of the ticket sales because, right. hey, there's not one team playing, there's two teams two playing. Team playing. So they weren't getting their full percentage. He was withholding funds. Now, he has a checkered past. He's got sexual allegations, uh, sexual misconduct allegations. Uh, he's been the owner since, what, 99? 99. Since 99. Um, you just look at the laundry list of stuff yeah. that he has. He has a lot of stuff uh, uh, allied against him. So this might be the final straw. Owners typically don't out a guy unless it deals with two things. Blatant racism, money. a la uh, right. Donald Sterling, Sterling yeah. and money. Right. So now we're talking about money. Right. That's a problem. Yeah, and, and <laughs> low-key racism, because with the whole uh, uh, Redskins thing, he never yeah. changed the name. He didn't want to change the name. Yeah. <laughs> so you got, two, you got two right there. He's a bad guy. That's what it boils down to. So uh, I want you guys to do your research on that. Read the article, but from what I've read, and I didn't read the whole thing. I took a screenshot and, and read a few. I meant to read the whole thing. From what I read, there's no reason why this guy should still be an owner. Yeah. He's a uh, and he's in D- he's in DC. DC. Get that to a black owner, man. Come on, <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, he's been can't be in DC acting a fool like that. He's been a known slime ball for a few years. Very young owner too. When he bought the team, I think he was like in his like mid late thirties. Uh, so this very young owner, um, and just just has been 
thing after thing after thing. And even the years where the Redskins were okay, they were never good enough to ever get over the hump. It just always was something with them. It's and that dark cloud, man. It's just that dark cloud. Like, you just can't get over the hump. And it's kind of like how the Sacramento Kings were when they had that, that thing with uh, Chris Weber, that group. And you just feel like they were finally going to get over the hump and be that franchise we know they could be. And then they haven't been anything since then. Like, it's like a bit of dark cloud over there. And that's what happens sometimes when you do same stuff. thing. Same thing with the Clippers. Right. 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 They just can't. They look, they look better now yeah. because... They got the players, but they still have a dark cloud on because they can't get over the hump. Yeah. Bob City years, they never made a final. They never made a second round. But, but look who the owner was. Right. Sterling. Right. They got him up out of there. And so I think, you know, maybe Dan started. Like, the Redskins were a pretty acclaimed organization before he bought them. Yeah. Like they, they won had, some Super Bowls. They won three Super Bowls. Uh, Joe Gibbs, John Riggins, like that group. And he, since then, like, they just never, even though, even with talent, it's just been, like I said, a dark cloud over their organization. They haven't been quite, quite able to get over the hump. They beat Buffalo that one year. Yeah, they did. That was a crazy one, too. Yeah. And, but again, that was before Dan Snyder was the owner. You know, so, uh, like I said, man, it doesn't count to be a slime ball. If it don't get you now, even if it gets you 20, thing sucks about being a slime ball and, and you got slime ball and dirt bag. Think about it. About that is like those people never get caught in the moment, right? They get caught. They're probably trying to be better people now. Right. Like thirty years later, too late. <laughs> Say, like, hey, guess what we found out? Guess what we found out? Now I'm actually trying to be a good person. Now I'm gonna get up, get healed. Now I ain't get it when I was doing it. I'm gonna get it like thirty years later after I already so, did. Man, let, me, let me go check some of his old tweets. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's like, it just doesn't it doesn't pay to be that way because it just always ends up biting you in the butt in the end. So. All right, uh, our last sports topic, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. <laughs> they were going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, we, can, we can mention primetime. I mean, yeah, uh, Coach Coach Prime, Coach Dion, Coach Cody. Yeah. That's called himself Cody. <laughs> For those who don't know what that means, that means Coach of the Year. Yeah. So, um, I wish we had the audio yeah. to play. That would be really good, yeah. but we don't have it. Um, Jimbo Fisher basically just went at Nick Saban's neck. Nick Saban has alleged that Texas A&M has been paying players mm-hmm. directly, not with the uh, with NIL. the NIL, yeah. yeah, not with that, the name and likeness. And in, in likeness, they have they're not doing. He's not alleging that. He doesn't like that either. Yeah, he don't like that either. But he's saying that he's alleging that they're paying players directly just to get them to come to their school. So he's encouraging his boosters to empty out their pockets. And do what they need to do. First of all, Nick, you've been doing that. Let's be real. Like, uh, do I know that for a hundred percent fact? No, but uh, I'd say ninety nine point nine. I do. I'm pretty sure I do. Who in their right mind wants to go to Alabama? Right. Probably the top three, one of the top three most racist states in the right. United States. Still to this day. Right. You're telling me all these black kids want to go over there? Nah, bro. So you, what you're saying is, you know. First of all, College Station is an hour and a half away from Houston. I'd go there because <laughs> yeah. that's not far from Houston. Right. I'd go there. So you're not you're not really saying anything. You're not really saying anything at all. So uh, it, it actually makes it actually makes you look bad for you to make a statement like that because you've been doing this, and now that you're not on top, you want to start calling out other coaches. You want to start degrading everyone else's name. Jimbo Fisher had every right to go at you. And Jimbo Fisher said, forget the football. 
you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, he he basically said, you're a bad person. You suck as a person. He said, you suck as a person. You're a horrible human being. That's basically what he said in a nutshell. Uh, and I loved it because I'm not a Nick Saban fan. Never have been. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I think, look, the NIL thing is starting to show a lot of these guys true colors and who they really are. Um, and it's changing. It's changing the whole it's changing everything. It really is. Already with the things start being kind of shifty with the transfer pool anyway, yeah. uh, as is. And now with this, and I always been, I always kind of have been a, a pro. Give the guys something. Yeah. I would never thought about the NIL situation where names and likeness guys getting paid because yeah, I can only imagine what somebody like Johnny Football or something would have been getting if they were fish <laughs> young or something like that when they were in college. You've been selling this stuff for sure. Yeah, what type of money they could have been getting. But um, I never quite thought about it, the, the whole NIL thing. But I always felt like, hey, we need to compensate these guys some kind of way because, I mean, these guys are putting in 14, 16-hour days sometimes just on football. They can't do anything else. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and their incentive is what a free scholarship. For a free scholarship, I guess I get a free education, which, you know, I guess I mean that's good. But <laughs> considering what the university is making off me, right, right. you know, it's, it's not. How about I get both? Yeah, right. And so the whole NIL, that and the transfer portal is changing sports. It's, it's not just changing collegiate sports, amateur sports. It's changing sports, period. Um, and I just think you have to – Nick Saban comes from an old mindset. He's an older guy, comes from an older mindset, and he doesn't like it. Guys like that, truth be told, are not going to like change, yeah. uh, especially when it doesn't necessarily always benefit them. That's me, the, the the balance of power starting to shift. Yeah. Let, let me cheat and, and get what I get. And when I start – when you bring this NIL thing again, now you give our guys opportunity to compete again. LSU can compete now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A&M, Texas, they can compete now. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it's I I get it on both sides of it, but I don't. You gotta ch- you gotta change because I don't like it to the extent, right? Because it does also have this thing about it makes it more difficult to coach players too, considering they were pulling up in a Ferrari, right? A, a collegiate guy, it's hard for me to come out there and be like, get your butt, do 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 do. He'd be like, f you, I can go Texas A and M. Right. right. <laughs> I gotta take this for you. Right. you know what Look where I'm at. Look where I'm at. Look at that. Look, yeah, like, F you. I, you know what I'm saying? My, my, no, I make as much money as you now. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's really what they're scared about. Yeah. You know, and that, that and I look, I'm a coach. I completely get that. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what Nick Saban talking about, though. Right. Nick Saban talking about the balance of power. Balance of power. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about from the coaching aspect. That's what you, you should be worried about as a coach, the coaching aspect. How much it's going to be difficult to. Coach and title athlete when he has something already before he even steps foot on the field for yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Because some of these players are going to get paid more than the coaches. Because some of these coaches don't make, you know, five, six million dollars. Some of them only make a meal. Right. And, and then they, these deals are worth and that, a meal on some of them. So, yeah, before he even steps foot and have to compete for a position because of NIL now, like, I almost have to play him. Yeah. Like, without it being a, like, could you imagine, like, the whole Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa thing happening five years ago? Like, that would been, like, a, a crazy situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? With, with NIL. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where Nick, Nick Saban would have really, could he have really made that switch? 
with NIL rules the way they are now. And Jalen Hurts been like, I'm a Heisman uh, candidate. I, yeah. I, I make this, that, and this, whatever. You, he can't start over me. Yeah. You know, that that been it. I mean, and granted, Jalen Hurts ended up transferring anyway. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. You know, but, like, yeah. So, I, I think that part of it is the part that I think coaches should be worried about. What, what Nick Taven talking about ain't that, though. You know what I'm saying? He's mad because he's not on top no more. He's not the top dog. And truth be told, Alabama is projected to have a pretty bad year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you looked at that. To to Alabama's standards. They're probably going to be like 8-4 this year. You know, but. And that's going to really piss him off. If they lose, if they don't win by 50 against Southern Miss, he's going to be mad. I can't wait to see them play A&M this year. And I want to see if they even gonna shake hands at the end of the game. They probably won't. <laughs> and had, oh, you talking about the coaches? Yeah, the players will. Yeah, players will. I'm talking about. Yeah, I want to see Jimbo and, and, and Nick Saban go shake nah. hands. Nah, <laughs> nah, they're not. They're not even gonna acknowledge each other. Yeah, it's beef now. Like it's real. It's real it's beef. Be like how Belichick be like slapping people on the shoulder and walking off. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was, uh, was that Jim Schwartz and uh, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's like. Like that. No, Jim Schwartz like. Yeah, he wanted to bump with his chest. Yeah, he wanted to smoke. He was trying that, to fight him. After that whole Because he kind of shoved him, too. Like, yeah, he, like, he like kind of shoved him in like, his back. Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Say, nah. Listen, nah, he don't get away with that. But, yeah, I, I, first of all, I'm happy that the balance of power has shifted. You don't have the – you're not the overwhelming dominating of the recruiting class, and you're not going to be the dominant coach that you want to be. Yes, uh – you're still going to be, you know, respectable, but y'all going to be sorry. And, and <laughs> just to put it nicely, y'all going to be sorry this year. <laughs> you call people sorry. Y'all going to be sorry, dog. Simple as that. I, I call a lot of people sorry. <laughs> but Alabama going to be sorry this year. <laughs> it might be 7 and 5, <laughs> which, is, which is great for some of these programs. They'll be just fine. <laughs> All right. Now, let's go to music. Uh, we got two albums that came out. And I didn't, I didn't even know about it. Sometimes you got to dig. Because the, the feature ones, they don't necessarily show them all the time. Uh, Sean Paul came out with an album. <laughs> and Zero. Let's talk about Zero first. Um, I didn't know about the Zero one. You, you put me on that one. Um, I don't typically listen to Zero's new music. Um, honestly, I don't remember the last one that I stopped listening to. But... Everything from, I think from 2005 yeah. and earlier I listened to. Yeah. But after that, I really don't listen to I it. I think I stopped around, uh, what was, it, was it Crack? What year was that? Was that 8? Like 07, 08. Yeah. yeah I listened one. to that too. I didn't really like it. Yeah. But, that was like uh, the last one I listened to that I can remember. Yeah. So, um, I, I got it pulled up right here. So, now... Zero is very vulgar, so I can't necessarily give you the names yeah. of uh, these tracks, but he does have 20 tracks. It's going to be an hour and 10 minutes. Um, one feature that I see, uh, Lolita Monroe. That's what I got. It's called Lord Knows. Uh, so, yeah, it's one feature. This is basically going to be uh, all, zero. all Zero. So one of his tracks is called Roll One Deep. He said that before. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, man, you know, eh, I'm kind of past that. I'm going to give it a listen, though. I might listen to the whole thing, but this is not something I'm going to work out to. Nah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to just listen to it probably on my speaker. I don't know. Or in the car, maybe. If I'm depressed or something. Nah, I'm just joking. (laughs) But now, like, uh, Zero, yeah, he's, 
Um, I'm at an age now where yeah, I'm probably not gonna hop up and just listen to a zero album. Uh, I was bad. like, but like I said, I'll give it a, a run when I'm on my way somewhere in the car and just kind of see what it's like and and, and go from there. He's a um, Reminds me of my college days, some stuff we used to do a lot, zero. But the album's called Pressure. I think I heard the first two songs, and it sounds like classic zero. Okay. Through the first two songs. The beats? Similar beats? Through the first two songs. Okay. So, I would say yes. So, it sounds like classic zero. Actually, the, the other beat, I think the, um, what's the song called? But, yeah, I think, I can't remember what the song is called. It's either track three. I think it's track three. That the beat. Kind of was alright. Yeah. So, we'll. Um, I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a try. I'll give everything a try nowadays, yeah. too. Like, I listen to stuff the kids don't listen to, too, sometimes. Just try to give it a try. I listen to NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say that. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Just kind of. I gave Gunner a chance. I didn't like it. Yeah. Young Thug. I listen to it all. Like, I will say this. I will give the new guys this. They have great melodies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always something that is it could be okay enough to the ear to at least be like even if you don't know what the heck they're talking about yeah. still have they have melodies to where it's like oh, okay I could I could at least drive to it okay. but yeah uh, a whole album full of them though it's like it's too much it's too much yeah now enough of that yeah. uh, <laughs> Sean Paul <laughs> sorry so right we're showing our age I've been disrespecting <laughs> Sean Paul came up with an album yeah um, it's better Craig, Craig David <laughs> Craig David, we don't know yet. Well, we gotta find out in September, <laughs> September thirtieth. All right. Um, the fact, you know the date. I do. <laughs> Scorcher uh, is the name of the album, and we just happened to just look through here. We, we didn't, you know, it wasn't something that we heard about. I just, I just checked the coming soon section and I looked on it and I said, "Oh, Sean Paul came over the album," <laughs> and we played the second track called "Wind Up." Yeah. And we listened to what twenty seconds. Yeah, it, hey, it was kind of hit. It's kind of hit. I'm like, hey, I might jam this on the way home. <laughs> so, hey, man, listen. It sounds like classic Sean Paul. It, de- it definitely does. Yeah. So, Sean Paul. This is the reggae artist, by the way. Yes, uh, not the, the rapper. Yeah, yeah, no, not that Sean Paul. Yeah, yeah. he is back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and just go out on the limb and say I think this is gonna be a great album. <laughs> Off that one track, I don't know, but he does have. Uh, That's why you gotta open the album with a great song because you, you get people like Kevin and be like, "You sold, <laughs> sold, <laughs> sold." That's all I needed. So we got Hot Pepper Mix. Um, that's where he got the album from, Scorcher, yeah. the Hot Pepper Mix. Uh, so Ty Dolla Sign will be featured on this. Jada Kingdom, Gwen Stefani, okay. Solo G, and uh, I don't know who Damien is. I don't know who that is. Damien what? It just says Damien Junior. Gong or something. Oh, this Damian Marley. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't see the rest of it. Yeah, it's the one the the Marley brothers. Okay. That's so the one who did uh, Welcome to Jam Rock. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right, so hey, I like it. Yeah. Ty Dolla Sign, anything Ty Dolla Sign on, you yeah. know he's gonna be on the hook. You know he's gonna kill the hook. Yeah. He's probably gonna have a solid verse. So I actually, like with it. those features. They actually, do sound like it's gonna be a solid album. I'm trying to tell you. Might might listen to it on the way home. I, I am listening to it on the way home. <laughs> Jada Kingdom. I don't know who Jada Kingdom is. Uh, and Pia Mia, so mm, I don't know. I'm gonna check it out, yeah. but I like it. Um, just from that, from what I heard. Now, a uh, TV movie is our last one. Uh, Buzz Lightyear is coming out with a movie. I saw the preview. I like it. I like the preview. Uh, it's coming out in June. I think next week. Yeah, it comes out next week. So I think that's next Friday. Um, I'm interested, or it might be next Wednesday. I'm interested to see uh, where they're going with this. 
I'm probably be honest with you. I'm probably not gonna go to the movies and see it. I'm probably gonna wait until it comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. Because it is gonna come out on Disney Plus. The Pixar movie, all the Pixar movies come out on Disney Plus. So I'm gonna wait uh, and see. They're probably gonna make us wait till July. Knowing that, knowing Disney Plus. I know, having all these apps now. I didn't realize the Sonic movie part two came out on Paramount like a, a couple weeks ago. Did it? Yes. Yeah, See, that's what I mean. What's the point of going to the movies now? Yeah. You can just you can just like, wait. Like Batman's on HBO Max. Like after, well, granted it was three weeks or whatever, but still, that's when I saw it. When yeah. it came on HBO Max, I was yeah. like, all the times I said I don't go to the movies, I ended up not going. I ended up watching it at home, and I enjoyed it. Um, so. I like where they're going with this, with the Buzz Lightyear move. I like the idea, the concept of it. If you look at Toy Story, uh, the history of Toy Story, it's always been featured around Woody. Mm-hmm. Woody has always made a cameo. This time, it's strictly Buzz Lightyear. They're going to talk about his origin, and it's going to be based around him and his guys. Um, I think it's going to be a great movie. I just, I just do. I, I don't believe Woody will make an appearance in this movie at all, which is a good thing because I think he's kind of stole the shine from Buzz Lightyear. I thought Buzz Lightyear came out strong on the first one. But after that, it, the movie's been centered around Woody. Yeah. For the most part. Now, think about it. I haven't seen Tim Allen in so many years. I'm assuming he's still doing the voice. He is, because they just came out. Well, Toy Story 4 came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. I think it came out in 2019, and he's still the guy. Okay. And Toy Story's not done. Yeah. They can, Toy Story can go on forever. Yeah, let's see. Tim, I mean, I just, he doesn't do anything anymore, so I think that's the only thing he does do is stuff. And he gets paid a lot. Yeah. And I guess why not? Yeah, if you get paid a lot, just do this now. I mean, why would you do anything? Hell, Especially when I'm old. Ain't no telling what he's getting paid for Toy Story. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look up because I know their their uh, their office budget. First of all, Toy Story fans love Toy Story. Right. They're gonna go see it. They're gonna go to the movies and see it. They're gonna watch it a million times on on Disney Plus. He's going to get paid. So, um, I'm I'm gonna have to look that up and see how much he's how much the the not the budget because I know the budget isn't that much, but the uh, how much they're making at the box office for that. Now, Top Gun is coming out. Yeah. They, did it come out already? Uh, yeah, it came out already. came out Friday, Friday, right? Yeah. So Top Gun came out with a movie Friday. I haven't seen it. I'm not a big Top Gun fan. I, I, I watched the first one in the 80s, but I never really followed up with him after that. Yeah. I know that's how Tom Cruise made his name. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he ascended from there. Um, do you have any plans of going to see this movie? The more and more commercials I see, especially watching the NBA playoffs, it's making me want to go see it. Or it's making me at least go rewatch the first one. They're doing great advertising. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I didn't really have plans a month ago to go see it, but the more and more I keep seeing the commercials. Um, I, you know, I think I'm going to watch the first one again. Yeah, I'm going to at least go watch the first one again and be like, okay, let me go see the second one now. Yeah. You know, um, I know the 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 girl on the first one, the the, the main Tom Cruise's uh, actual girl they dates on the first one mm-hmm. uh, she's not on the second one I understand why she's not on the second one because she doesn't look anything like that anymore Suddenly, <laughs> she's not very attractive anymore she's attractive 35 years Tom, ago Tom didn't do well yeah the Tom didn't do too well to her so <laughs> Tom Cruise still looks Tom Cruise's yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise got bread though yeah <laughs> so I mean you know he was able to keep himself up yeah but yeah the the, the girl who uh the 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 main uh, interest for Tom Cruise on the first one, she's quite not the same. Mm-hmm. I heard Val Kilmer is also in this one too, uh, in the new one. So it's kind of cool, kind of bring some of those original characters and bring them back. And it's crazy; it's thirty five years later. It's not like it's like you know five years later or mm-hmm. six years later. It's thirty five years later. So. You would have thought they would have came out with a sequel Probably by now. You, you wouldn't think it'll take thirty six years, but hey, hey. Uh, interesting. So yeah, I, I think that would be. I think if I go watch the first one again. 
at some point. I think it's on Paramount as well, too. I wonder what made them come uh, say they're going to do another one. I don't know. You know, like, Tom Cruise got money, so he might just been like, hey. Cause I think he executive produced it, mm-hmm. this one. So he might just been like, hey, let's do another one. I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> Get the whole house chill. <laughs> Somebody write a Top Gun movie, and I'll go ahead and put throw my bread in. You would have thought they would have made, like, five of those, though. Yeah, though, I mean, it's so popular that, you know, yeah. You think they made a bunch of bad sequels, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they did for whatever reason. They the did. budget was 15 million in the 80s. Yeah, None that's is that considered a lot? No, even for the 80s, that's like average to below average. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's not that's not a very even big in budget. The 80s, and now they ain't nothing now. Yeah, 15 million. You must be making a low budget movie. Yeah, it's a low budget movie now. I wonder how much they. Oh my god! See, this is why Tom Cruise is paid. So the budget was fifteen million. They made three hundred fifty-seven million in the eighties, <laughs> which is like a billion dollars now. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the eighties, three hundred fifty-seven million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Wow. So interesting. So wait, so the chick that 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 played his interest or whatever is her name Kelly McGillis. Is it Charlotte? Yeah, it's not this chick, is it? Yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah, she's not very attractive anymore. Wow. Yeah, she's not very attractive anymore. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. This is what she looked like in the yeah, 80s? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, smoking yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, 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 She don't yeah, like yeah. that no more. <laughs> uh, hey. That's why she's not in the movie. <laughs> for, the, for those that are listening, um, just look up Kelly McGillis <laughs> 2022, <laughs> and you'll see what we're talking about. But, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I think, I think it's coming out. Well, it's out already. I think uh, that... Uh, Toy Story and Jurassic Park are the two that's coming out next week, though. Yeah. That's supposed to be. Now, Jurassic Park, I'm probably not going to see that either, but I'll wait till it comes out uh, at home. But I've seen all the Jurassic Parks. That's going to be on HBO Max. Is it? I, well, I think after like a week or so. So, uh, yeah, I might not. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be at the crib. I'm just wait for it. <laughs> I'm going to be at the crib, for sure. I'm going to see. Hold on. Let me see what this budget is for the new one. Because they were $15 million in, in 1986. <laughs> like, so you hung up on the money. See, look. Oh, okay. Well, that's about that's. Oh, they made 151 the first night. $151 million. God, dog. See what I'm saying? Like, that's, why these, that's why these actors are so paid. Well, I picked the wrong line of work, yeah, man. I sure did, man. I definitely did. Okay, hold well, on. Let me see. I'm going to look this up right now. Uh, Top Gun 2 budget. <laughs> And like I said, so you look at think about this, but like I said, this is uh with inflation, this is like they, that movie probably made over a billion dollars. Hundred and seventy million dollar budget right this so, year. Jesus Christ. They almost got the budget back already in the first week. The so first the first back. the first day. First day. <laughs> so they gonna have it back in the first week. Oh they're at they're at uh two sixty. Oh so they already made the money back. They already made it. This is gonna make a bill. Yeah. Easy. Close. Cause it's what? It's it's Monday? Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's only been out a week. Well, I mean, hold on. It came out Friday, didn't it? It came out this Friday. It came out Friday. So through four days. Oh, but it's Memorial Day weekend. So you know they're going to make a killing this week. Today. Today? Oh, yeah. They picked the perfect weekend for it. Perfect Dog. movie for the perfect weekend. Dog. But think about this. $15 million in 1986, and it made 300 and something million, 330-something million dollars. And then now the budget's 170. If they don't make $800 million, they did better in the 80s. Yeah. They got to make, because think about it. You're looking at a $300 million profit. 30 years later, it's got to be a $500 million profit. Yeah. At least. And that's, that's, that's kind of low. Yeah. That's still kind of low. 
you got to make like close to a bill. Yeah. Mm. With inflation, yeah. Yeah, inflation's crazy. All right. Episode 162 in the books. Uh, we got two nights of basketball coming up Wednesday and Thursday. My team will be finished on Thursday. Team chosen. And oh, tell me who y'all play. No team. Who's the who's the last game? Team chosen in of the season. Oh, well, of the squad week. one. Yeah, that's the last, after week after June eight. Team chosen and squad one will finish up next week, and we will recap that. Um, we'll recap everything that happened this week on our next podcast live from an undisclosed location. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean. We're out.